Welcome to the All Things Protest Podcast. I'm Christian Curran, and with me today are my co-hosts Rob Sneckenberg and special guest Eric Ransom. Eric recently joined Kroll as a senior counsel in our Washington office. He previously worked for the Senate Committee on Rules and Administration, and before that spent over a decade at GAO deciding bid protests as part of the Procurement Law Division. We're ecstatic to have him as a colleague and eager to pick his brain about bid protest issues. And to that end, Eric and Rob co-authored a blog post on a recent GAO decision accepting as voluntary corrective action one-sided discussions as an appropriate remedy. This decision seems to be a first at GAO and could have some interesting ramifications. Eric, why don't you walk us through it? Thanks, Christian. Yes, that decision is Environmental Chemical Corporation. And in that protest, there were multiple other protesters, including an offeror called Sevenson. In the agency's evaluation of Sevenson's protest, they determined that the agency had failed to highlight a problem in Sevenson's key personnel during a prior round of discussions and decided to take corrective action in response to Sevenson's protest by engaging in limited discussions with Sevenson only. Environmental Chemical Corporation learned about that limited corrective action and protested on the basis that the Army was not permitted to engage in discussions with only Sevenson, but was required under the normal discussions rules to reopen discussions with all offers in the competitive range. And here GAO actually disagreed. Mirroring the reasoning from the prior court decision in Cadell Construction, GAO concluded that under these unique circumstances, only Sevenson had suffered from the error, and so one-sided discussions were appropriate to place Sevenson in the same position that it would have been had it received meaningful discussions during the same time as the other offerors. So Eric, you mentioned Cadell Construction from the court. So this issue has come up before about one-sided discussions then, right? Yes, it has. And I think there's quite a few cases in GAO's history that would tend to argue against it. The protester in Environmental cited Rockwell Electronic. And in that case, it was, I think, the first time that GAO actually stated that if discussions are reopened with one offer after the receipt of final revised proposals, they must reopen with all offers in a competitive range even where discussions are corrective action on improper awards. That case cited another case, International Resources Group, but that was much more of a standard discussion scenario. There's another interesting case, Rydock Enterprises, where there were two offerers that didn't receive an equal round of discussions. And GAO in that case made an interesting comment that another round of discussions with those firms may remedy the procurement error. Ultimately, the recommendation in that case was for discussions with all offers in the competitive range. But it was maybe an interesting distinction that where some offerors essentially missed a round of discussions, possibly an alternative remedy was available. So had GAO ever previously endorsed, though, a remedy where an agency only reopened discussions with one offeror? No, the prior cases all ultimately conclude that where discussions are reopened with one, they must be reopened with all in the competitive range even where the discussions are corrective action. But there are some distinguishing features of some of those prior cases. For instance, in Rockwell Electronic, GAO concluded that the agency's corrective action with only one firm also failed to remedy all of the improprieties that GAO had identified in the underlying procurement. So this was the first time then the GAO had endorsed one-sided discussions reopening with just one offeror? Yes, that's correct. Do you take anything from the fact that the court had previously endorsed this remedy? And on our blog, we discussed that the court in Cadell had approved this unusual remedy previously. 
you think GAO is following the court in any way there? So as you know, GAO doesn't tend to cite many court opinions in the regular GAO decisions. I think here, GAO is aware of those decisions. More present in GAO's mind is probably the recent decision of the Federal Circuit in Dell, which overruled the Court of Federal Claims opinion that required corrective action to be narrowly tailored to solve only the procurement improprieties identified. The Federal Circuit case opened that up significantly and returned to a standard that the corrective action merely need be reasonable and appropriate to remedy the procurement error. So Eric, do you think that's really the key here, that there's a distinction between corrective action changes and discussions versus, say, mid-procurement discussions with offerors? Yeah, I think that's right. In environmental, GAO is really placing this authority to do the limited discussions in the context of the usual corrective action discretion to have limited discussions with respect to subject matter. I think it's a totally different situation from a mid-procurement round of discussions with only one firm, which I think GAO would still clearly say was inappropriate and unreasonable and contrary to the FAR. It's more that in the corrective action scenario where there was an underlying problem with discussions, one-sided discussions may essentially remedy that missed round with one offeror. Eric, something that caught my eye about this decision is how it relates to the problematic line of key personnel decisions regarding mid-procurement departures that we've covered recently. Do you think this decision impacts those decisions at all? So it's interesting. Yeah, Sevenson, the problem in their original discussions in that procurement was related to a key personnel issue. But unfortunately, no, I don't think the environmental decision is going to help at all with the midstream key personnel replacement problem. I think under the clear weight of the GAO decisions, any discussions with only one firm during a normal stage in the procurement is absolutely going to trigger the requirement that discussions be undertaken with all firms in the competitive range. The key personnel issue that may come up from the Sevenson corrective action is more along the lines of the thorny problems with replacing key personnel during corrective action that are raised by the Deloitte line of cases, in which replacing key personnel in corrective action can have a ripple effect throughout the entire proposal that undermines the agency's attempt to limit the scope of corrective action as to the offeror's ability to revise its proposal. Here in environmental, GAO speaking about Sevenson's corrective action notes especially that they don't see a problem because Sevenson's proposal revisions are going to be limited to only addressing the assessed weaknesses under key personnel. But in the case that under the Deloitte scenario, Sevenson's proposal revisions sprawl out, does that potentially create the opportunity for another offeror in the Sevenson environmental procurement, and there were 11 small business offerors there, does it provide them an opportunity to raise a new protest ground that Sevenson did receive essentially a new round of discussions on new topics that does require the agency to now return and reopen discussions with all offerors in a competitive range. So Eric, it sounds like this area is really still developing. What's the key takeaway here for our listeners? Yes, I think that's exactly right. And it is still evolving. The ripple effects from the Dell decision are going to keep going for a while. At GAO, I think you are going to maybe see some expansion. I think the word tailored or narrowly tailored is going to make its way out of those decisions. And we're going to be looking again at a reasonable and appropriate to remedy the impropriety type of standard. 
that may allow some more creativity in agency corrective action, including in certain circumstances where there were problems in discussions, potentially more instances of GAO accepting or plausibly recommending discussions with only one firm. So where you're the protester and you may have suffered from errors in the conduct of discussions, be aware that one-sided discussions, discussions with only your firm may be a possible remedy at GAO. In contrast, in the multi-protester environment, it's no longer a guarantee under the environmental decision that any other protester's success on a discussions-related challenge is necessarily going to result in new discussions with all offers in the competitive range. It's certainly possible in that scenario that once again, as in Seven Sin and Environmental, we could see GAO accept or recommend discussions with only one firm to remedy a prior discussions problem. So moving forward at GAO, post-Dell and post-Sevenson Environmental, protesters should be aware that they can be more creative in possible remedies or looking for possible agency corrective actions that may be reasonable and remedy the specific procurement improprieties under the facts of their scenarios. Great. Thanks, Eric. This has certainly been an interesting discussion, and we'll be sure to continue to follow this as it progresses. And we really appreciate you coming on today, and we look forward to having more discussions like this in the future. Thank you. So we'll keep an eye out for further developments in this and all other areas related to bid protests, and be sure to keep you updated, as we always do, on our podcast and on our blog. Until next time, thanks for listening. The All Things Protest podcast is brought to you by Kroll & Mooring, LLP. You can find more information at kroll.com slash allthingsprotest.